This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page to check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. During our show today, we're going to highlight some of the things you should know about long-term care insurance. An AARP article, Understanding Long-Term Care Insurance, offers some information I thought was useful, and I'd like to discuss it. First, here's a stat that may surprise you. The article references an Urban Institute and U.S. Department of Health and Human Services study that found 70% of Americans who reach the age of 65 will eventually need some kind of long-term care during their retirement years. Furthermore, the study determined that while some folks will benefit from unpaid care from family members and others, almost half of retirees will require paid assistance. Nearly 25% will require more than two years of paid care, and 15% will live two or more years in a nursing home. The costs for this kind of care vary widely and often comes down to how long you'll need services, where you live, and how substantial the services are. Paying for those services also varies considerably. The article notes traditional Medicare generally doesn't cover long-term care beyond some skilled care you may require shortly after you've been hospitalized for an illness or injury. While some Medicare Advantage plans provide supplemental coverage for things like meal deliveries and rides to medical appointments, it's typically pretty limited. The article tells us that Medicaid, which many of you likely know is the joint federal and state program that covers low-income folks, is the largest funding source for long-term care, though Medicaid limits are different from state to state. You generally can't get Medicaid unless you've used up the bulk of your savings and other assets other than your primary residence and automobile. That factor is often enough to nudge some people to consider ways to address the potential need or the possible need in the future of long-term care to safeguard their savings, their nest egg, and for them to get the services that they need. That's where long-term care insurance may play a role, though it's certainly not your only option. The article nicely breaks down many of long-term care insurance's most important elements. 
First, traditional long-term care insurance works in a similar fashion to both home and automobile insurance. You pay regular premiums, often for as long as you have the policy, and make claims if you ever need any of the covered services. You can select a small amount of coverage or a large amount of coverage to pay your expenses in or out of your home. In most cases, policies specify how much you can receive daily or monthly up to a lifetime max for a defined number of years. Varying amounts may allow for care that happens in your home, a nursing home, or other facility. The article also explains that you pay extra for benefits that increase over time to protect you from inflation. As for waiting periods, you can choose between policies with a variety of waiting periods between the time you begin requiring care and when the benefits start. A common waiting period is 90 days, but you can pay more to begin receiving your benefits after 30 days. And on the flip side, you can fork over less money to accept a delay of 180 days. The article explains that you'll pay more for a policy that pays out $200 a day last five years and grows the benefit at a compounded rate of 3% each year than you'll pay for a policy that provides $100 a day for two years without an inflation protection. Next, policies may limit what conditions they cover. For example, the article notes it's common to be denied care for alcoholism, drug addiction, or war injuries. Furthermore, while a pre-existing condition like heart disease or a previous bout of cancer may not prevent you from acquiring the policy, it may not cover anything linked to that condition for a certain block of time after it goes into effect. Typically, the article explains you're eligible for benefits when you can no longer handle a set of what is called activities of daily living. Those include things like bathing, dressing, eating, using the toilet, getting in and out of bed or chairs, managing incontinence, and developing cognitive impairment. At that point, your premiums are generally waived while you're receiving the services you need. However, if at some time you stop paying premiums before you need any of the covered services, you'll often lose the coverage. And if it turns out that you never need the coverage, the insurance company keeps it and invests it to pay for other claims and then enjoys a profit. Simply put, as the article notes, long-term care insurance is generally use it or lose it. Most long-term care policies available today combine coverage for your potential future long-term care needs with an additional benefit, often life insurance and less commonly an annuity. These are called hybrid policies. They're also commonly called linked benefit policies. Here's an example from the article. Let's say you contribute a lump sum or a fixed amount that's broken into many annual payments. In exchange, 
you will receive long-term care coverage that includes features like those written into traditional policies. In addition, you have some degree of life insurance that your heirs will receive if you don't use any of the long-term care benefits. So, what happens if you do use those benefits? In that scenario, the article explains the life insurance payout is lowered or eliminated. The policy may allow you to take back your full premium in the first few years if you determine you no longer need the coverage. Premiums generally aren't ongoing, which means they can't rise. For some retirees, the appeal of hybrid policies, according to the article, is that they address the worry some folks have about paying into something that they'll never need. But as you probably guessed, a hybrid policy's guarantee is going to cost you because they're often pricier than traditional policies. Furthermore, the article notes the life insurance payouts are typically fairly small unless you add long-term care to a bigger and more expensive permanent life insurance policy. Ultimately, there are a number of things you should consider before purchasing a long-term care policy. The first thing to consider as you weigh your long-term care insurance needs is your overall financial situation. As the article makes plain, some folks will simply look at their assets and spending habits and ultimately determine they'll be able to manage their potential future long-term care needs without insurance. Or some people may be leaning towards selling a second home or downsizing into a smaller home or perhaps even securing a reverse mortgage to cover their possible long-term care needs. Still others may establish a longevity fund to address not only long-term care, but all the costs that comes with living a long life. The biggest possible advantage to self-funding your long-term care needs is simply flexibility in how you spend your care budget. The next thing you should consider when building a strategy for your long-term care needs is simply your personal financial goals. For example, the article urges you to ask yourself questions like, how important is it that you leave money to those you care for when you pass away? If you determine that doing that is important to you, insurance may help protect your assets from substantial and prolonged care. The next thing you should consider before making any final decisions is all of your various options which is something we touched on earlier in the show. Make sure that you're asking your financial services professional for their insights and opinions. Many financial services will be able to show you how each of your options will fit into your overall financial strategy. Plan well and retire at peace. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Genright. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, 
please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit them online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.